to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. And during this series, Pastor DeMichael is teaching a lesson entitled Mormon Doctrines in Light of the Bible. Come find out what the Bible has to say on this issue. And please be sure to stay tuned after the broadcast as we will have a special offer for a free book on this very subject. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. We are in the third of nine lessons on Mormon doctrines in light of the Bible. And uh, we're going to look this morning at the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. All right, let's go ahead and take our Bibles and turn to 1 John chapter 2. And we're looking at the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. We'll focus on his work more in a later lesson, but at this point I want to focus on his person. Now, we've already looked at final authority. We've seen that the Bible-believing Christian has the Bible, one final authority. The well-taught Mormon has five. And then we've looked at the nature of God. And the Bible-believing Christian believes in a God that is eternal from eternity past through eternity future and is without peers. Uh, Mormonism does not teach the same thing. God is a God who by a progression has become God and many can become gods like that God. Now, if you want to find out if a teaching, an organization, or a religion is a cult, the first place to look is the person and work of Jesus Christ. The person and work of Jesus Christ. I remember shortly after I was saved, a friend of mine who was an older Christian would take me occasionally to the O'Hare Airport in the Chicago area there, and uh, we would hand out tracts and witness to people. It was some of my first exposure to public witness. And if you've ever been there before, you realize it's really it's a religious zoo is what it is. You have uh, Christians out there handing out tracts. Uh, in those days, and I don't know if they still have them now, but you had the Har Krishnas with the shaved heads and the ponytails and the orange uh, robes peddling their wares. Uh, you had Jehovah Witnesses out there. You had Mormons. You had Seventh-day Adventists. I mean, it was, a, it was a hodgepodge. And then you had all the mind science religions and uh, you name it. And I was not very well versed in the Bible. I couldn't have given you half of the verses that I'm going to give you this morning on the person of Christ. But it was interesting because I was saved. I knew that salvation was by grace through faith. I knew that I had assurance of salvation. And I knew who Jesus was. I knew he was God manifest in the flesh. And I knew he made a complete payment for my sins. And it's amazing how much that little bit of information carried me and helped me to discern between that which was true and that which was false. That which was of God and that which was of Antichrist. And it wouldn't be very long before talking to some of these people, because you would inadvertently bump into them, uh, that they would start to tell you what they believed, and it wasn't very long before the warning flags would go up. And it was like the Spirit of God would bear witness with my spirit on these essential truths. And isn't it good that on the things that are imperative, the irreducible minimums, the things that are critical, God has made things simple so we can understand. And again, as a brand new Christian, I could discern 
whether something was of the Lord or of the devil, based on the person and work of Jesus Christ. And so we're going to take a look at this this morning. I want you to look at 1 John chapter 2, and if you look at verse 1, 1 John 2 verse 1, My little children, these things write I unto you that ye sin not. If any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. You cannot overstate the importance of the need for an advocate. And the Bible says that Jesus Christ is our advocate with the Father. And why do we need an advocate? It's right there in the verse. Because we're sinners. Sinners by nature, sinners by choice. So this matter of who Christ is, and later on we'll discuss what he did, is of critical importance. Because if you miss this, you miss everything. If you get this right, you've got the essential thing. So we'll take a look at it. Now, let's look at the gravity of error from the scriptural standpoint when this is missed. Look a little bit further in the same chapter. Look at verses 21 through 24. Notice John says, I have not written unto you because ye know not the truth, but because ye know it, and that no lie is of the truth. Who is a liar but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ? He is what? Antichrist that denieth the Father and the Son. Whosoever denieth the Son, the same hath not the Father, but he that acknowledgeth the Son hath the Father also. Let that therefore abide in you, which ye have heard from the beginning. If that which ye have heard from the beginning shall remain in you, ye also shall continue in the Son and in the Father. It is absolutely critical we understand who Christ is. Look at chapter 4 of the same First John. Look at chapter 4 couple pages over. Chapter 4. Uh, when I say to you this is critical, I am not overstating it at all. The Bible confirms this. Verse 1, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is what? Not of God. Now, they may have a lot of other things that are good, but if they don't confess the Christ of the Bible, they are not of God. They may have a good moral code. Most false religions do, don't they? Otherwise, people wouldn't accept them. Uh, they may believe in creation. They may believe some things about the Bible that are correct. But if they deny the Christ of the Bible, the Bible is very clear. The Bible is very clear on this issue. Every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of who? Antichrist. Whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now already is in the world. Ye are, not, ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And on and on we could go. We could go to 2 John, verses 7 through 11, but for the sake of time, uh, we will not. So we're going to focus primarily on the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, what we're going to find is that Mormonism presents another Jesus. Another Jesus. Paul talked about another Jesus. Now, the name Jesus is ascribed to this person, but this person does not fit the criteria of Scripture. And again, that's the way the devil works. The devil works by imitating. He's called an angel of what? Light. 
and uh, he will imitate to deceive. All right, let's first of all take a, a look at the biblical description of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, according to 1 John chapter 5, verse 7, God is a trinity. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, three separate persons who are equal. They are equally God, but they are distinctly individual. Now, again, don't try to understand the Trinity. Cultists have cut their spiritual jugular vein trying to understand the Trinity. The Bible says, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh. You don't have to be able to comprehend the Godhead with your mind for the Godhead to be true. This is the mistake that people make. You say, I don't understand how you can have three distinct persons but one God. Neither do I, but the Bible teaches it. The Bible teaches it clearly. So you don't have to understand it. You must accept it by faith. Incidentally, 1 John 5, 7 and 1 Timothy 3, 16 are changed in the new Bibles to take away the teaching of the Trinity and to take away the teaching of the deity of Jesus Christ. Uh, let's look and demonstrate that Jesus is God through a few scriptures, Old and New Testament. Start out in Genesis chapter 1. And for most, this will be simple review, but it's worth taking a look at. Genesis chapter 1, and Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning, who created the heaven and the earth? Who created the heaven and the earth? Okay, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. All right, take a look at John chapter 1. Go to the New Testament. And look at John chapter 1. Now, one of the easiest ways to demonstrate the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ is through creation. All right, John chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning, there's that phrase again, was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word, what? Was God. Now, you say, I don't understand that. How could He be with God and be God? Just believe it. So, well, I can't grasp that. Well, then you have a God that's beyond your intelligence. I don't have a problem with that. I don't know why some people have a problem with a God they can't comprehend. Fact of the matter is I'd be very uncomfortable with a God I could fully understand with my intelligence. That, that'd mean he's no bigger than my brain. I would not be very comfortable with a God like that. We would like to thank you for listening to Treasures of Truth. And we would also like to offer a free book about the content you just heard on Mormon doctrines in light of the Bible. To receive this free book, please contact the office at Treasure Valley Baptist Church. You can give them a call at 208-888-4545. That's 208-4545. The offices are open Tuesday through Friday. To hear more great messages by Pastor DeMichael, please feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. You can also follow us on Facebook. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us in our services. Our Sunday school begins at 9.30 with the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45. We also have great kids programs on Wednesday nights. At 7 o'clock, we've got the Master's Club, which runs during the school year. And at the same time, we have a Bible study for the adults in the main auditorium. With specialized classes and programs for all ages, as well as wonderful nurseries for the youngsters, Treasure Valley Baptist Church has a place for everyone. 
And don't forget about our vibrant programs for the teens and our college and career group. We hope to see you soon.